the Van Sisters podcast. Hello and welcome to episode two of the Van Sisters podcast. I'm Emma. I'm Alicia. And we're talking today about coming out of the bunker. Now, what is the bunker, Alicia? So, um, I refer to the time that I was married as the bunker. Mm-hmm. Because, um, so I was with my husband for, I think, 24 years or something. So, yeah. from the age of 18. So, going into a relationship at 18 and coming out at 42, well, I kind of felt like I'd been in a bunker. Now, this is not in a bad way. This was a safe, loving, caring, luxurious well, bunker. Well, bunkers are, are a safe space well, that's true, in yeah. war, right? So they're, but <laughs> you're in, protected. So my thought of the bunker, though, was like I didn't know what was going on outside of the bunker. Yeah, so you came out with your kind of blinkers on and you weren't quite aware what was going on in the world. And this then, was, what, four years ago? 2017. And you jumped straight in to online dating. Well, well I don't know if I jumped straight in. I had that good... was the way to date, though. So, well, that was the... <laughs> well, yeah. So I, had, I did have six months of just being me you and did. trying to recover and regroup. Find yourself. Find myself. Find your feet, really. Yeah, find my feet after, you know, adjusting with sharing kids. And so then a friend took me out one night. Mm. So this is my advice to you what not to do. (laughs) So the first night... We should have an alert. Like, (laughs) warning. (laughs) Warning, warning. This is not what you do, but Alicia will share. Uh, So I went out with a girlfriend um, and basically it was my first night out. I wore six-inch heels. Now, I'm already six foot as it is, so that there is an issue already. It was like a giraffe walking through the... Baby giraffe. Baby giraffe through the the bar. So I ended up sitting down most of the night. Anyway, long story short, I ended up taking some guy home. Right. Which I then proceeded to have a year-long relationship with, which is what not to do. After you leave the bunk. Anyway, well, we're, we're off track there a bit. It's uh, it's the one looking for love. Look, it really. didn't work in this situation. True. I think you know the rules have changed now. That well, there are no rules. I yeah. don't think you know, there are no rules of dating. But in your instance, we're talking about this bunker theory of coming out and going. I don't know what's going on out there. Yeah. So not having you know really any other relationship, serious relationships. You just you know it's really hard to read the room, and that's something that Emma and I often laugh about when I start talking about things, and she go, Alicia, you just <laughs> need to read the room. I was like, oh yeah, that's right, that's right. But not having any experience, it's really hard to read the room. You have nothing to compare to. So being in the bunker, coming out of the bunker. Um, and you know, even things like in relationships and behaviors that are acceptable from husbands and wives, like tantrums and I don't know, just putting up with shit, right? Yeah, putting up with shit. So when you come out of the bunker, it's like, actually, I'm not putting up with anything that doesn't, well, doesn't align with me. I remember we were in, I was in our apartment and the shower head had one of those red restrictors inside of it. Oh, for the water. To I got the spanner out. Like, I shall not be restricted <laughs> by anything. Like, I wanted lots including of... Including shower heads. Including shower heads. I wanted lots of hot water for my curly So what curly you're saying hair. is that you felt this freedom. Yeah. But you also didn't know what you didn't know. Oh, I totally didn't know what I didn't oh, know. Oh, you didn't know what you didn't know. Oh, did I look you? back now and just think, you are so embarrassing. <laughs> so naive. And, like, the, those guys saw me coming a mile away. Like, a, totally. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so, year, year-long guy. relationship, which did not work out very well. We shall call him Nick. We shall call him that. Because we're going to call all of these men that we talk about Nick. Yeah. We're just going to keep him at Nick. So, so everyone's disclosed. Yes. Disclosed or not disclosed? Well, 
We're keeping their, their identity, identity private. Private, okay. So they will be called Nick. So yeah. coming out of the bunker, you didn't know what you didn't know. Didn't know I didn't know. You made lots of mistakes, let's, Lo- let's be honest. Yeah, lots that I don't really regret. <laughs> oh, absolutely. But um, <laughs> lots of funny stories, which we will get to. Um, but I guess just, yeah, finding your feet after the bunker... You just gotta, you just gotta take care of you, which you yeah. did do. You did do, but you did throw yourself back into that kind of caring role. Like you're naturally very caring, and as mums and as females, yeah. it, it, we do take on that caregiver role very easily, and and not even notice. Yeah, and wanting to fix men. Oh yes, that's uh, yeah. That was we've one, learned that one. Yeah, now. That, I don't, I don't do that now. If you're broken, you can keep going. Well, I don't even believe in the broken <laughs> scenario. Like we can be bruised, we can be a little okay. bit bent out of shape, but ultimately we get the choice to decide if we want to change what we're doing. Yeah, change our, our reactions or our emotions. Sure. So I don't think it's. So I think it's those people. They're trying to find their feet. And so you're at different stages. Well, it's all nearly a lie, right? <laughs> what do you mean? When you meet someone, oh. you want you, you subconsciously pretend to be the person you think that they want. Yeah. They're subconsciously pretending to be the person they think you want. <laughs> so you're effectively starting this conversation <laughs> with a random a long lie, just with, a big fat lie <laughs> with a random stranger. I think I saw a quote once. So let's just pick two random people yeah. and say, "Hey, let's sleep together and hang out and see what happens." That's pretty much. Yeah, but I think what we've learned over the years, and you know, I've got a, bit, a few more years ahead of Alicia mm. now, is really being... great mentor. Great mentor. <laughs> I remember Emma saying once, "I have no more tears left for me." There's no more tears left. No. <laughs> I, I no longer save. I no longer yeah. fix anyone. <laughs> but I think being really comfortable with who you are, and you don't mm. know who you are when you've come out of a twenty-year relationship or a twenty-year situation where okay you had a marriage and great kids and, mm. and all of that's all fine mm. you you've really got to find out who you really are which and, takes time and work yeah and, and and i don't even know if you really ever find out who you are right like we can only work with what we've got yeah but i, I guess you know if you look at now to four years ago yeah you're clearer. Just, totally clearer and sure of myself. Yes. When from the outside, people would have thought I was always sure of myself. Yeah, it's interesting other people's perceptions, isn't yeah. it? And as a side note, I I'll love say it. that word a lot, by the way. Interesting. Interesting. I love the, um, <laughs> the quote about other people's opinion of you is not your business. Oh, totally. That, and that, totally. that's a great one to just go, well, if that's what they think, that's mm. fine. But So finding out who you are mm. after 20 years of... Bunker. You know, bunker reality. You know, there was a few things that were shocks to you, weren't there? Yeah. So, what <laughs> so the, like? Well, we, we, suddenly, <laughs> Where are we going with this? We suddenly jumped into... And by the way, none of this is planned, so this is why Alicia now sounds a little uneasy. Um, <laughs> we, we jumped into the era of dick pics. <gasps> oh, my God. So, what about my first dick pic? Well, I got mine 10 minutes into online dating, and I was pretty rocked to the core that someone would even... You were rocked. ...suggest <laughs> such a thing. But what happened? So, I didn't get... Because I dated for the first year. Yes. So, I didn't get any dick pics. Um, and then... Must have been like a whole nother year after that. Yes. I think so, you were finding your confidence to go online and, yeah, and do that, weren't you? And knowing what to say. It's like, what do you put on your... Your profile. profile. It doesn't oh matter what you say. It doesn't matter. Oh, so we need to talk about that experiment that we did when we cut our heads off. Oh, we'll, we'll leave that for another episode. Yeah, okay, That's right, a great we'll idea. Back um, so this guy... I think it was on Plenty of Fish, maybe, because you can send pictures on that. Mm. He goes, I'm going to send you something. I'm like, oh, okay. 
Anyway, so I get this. Did you innocently think it was like a bunch of flowers or something? No, I, don't, I, I don't know. I didn't know what it was. It was just. And so I get this picture of a dick pic, and it wasn't even hard. Oh, was this the one where it was nice and soft? So I'm looking at these turkey balls. Oh, that was it. Turkey balls, we call them. Turkey yeah. balls. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so disappointing. The first stick <laughs> pick that I get is not even hard. Anyway, I did request what to resend that <laughs> with something firmer. Reset that. Reset that. And send it back. Um, yeah, so that was that was fascinating. But that's been an ongoing thing, hasn't oh, it? Oh, totally, the years yeah. He's been getting. If I'd have kept. Uh, album of all the dick pics that i had oh that like it is a little crazy and unfortunately alicia does send them to me without warning <laughs> well that's the beauty of sending them to my girlfriends like you must put a warning on this like guys you must know that as soon as you send a dick pic it basically goes in a group chat oh, at least at least 15 people were seeing it at least at you bare know. minimum and maybe that's what they know they think they they might know that we do send it around but the thing is i've never seen a pretty one yet so why are you sending them? This is, this well, is I don't a, even know if that's the point. The point is you never no. actually ask for them. Yeah. So an unsolicited ask. dick pic. Let's go with that for the guys. The advice for the guys is don't send an unsolicited oh, no way. dick pic. No. And especially when it's not that big. Like I've sent messages back saying, where's the other half? Have you? I've been pretty brutal. Right. Okay. Anyway. At first you were agog. A gog. A gog. <laughs> oh, 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 look at this. Geez, what is this? You know, but it's from some guy on the northern beaches and I'm in Wollongong. Like, what am I going to do with that? I think they're just like the shock, It's for them. They? It's Of course it's for, for them. them. It's, it's not for me. But it is rude it's and r- lewd and crude. Right. <laughs> That's what I reckon. Not but always appreciated. Not always appreciated. But, <laughs> but I reckon I could get a dick pic in about... Less than two minutes. We're not going to do that on this podcast. Can we not? No. Oh, okay. Not live. Not live, but we could. Do, we could do it anyway. So, out of the bunker, dick pics. Um, yeah, they're still coming through thick and fast. <laughs> Pardon the pun. So, what were the other things that you found from coming out of the bunker that you you didn't know what you didn't know, and now you do know? I guess one of the big things, really, which is probably a little bit taboo, but just exploring your own sexuality. Not yeah, I mean right. with other. Sim, you know, with the well, opposite look, sex. It's, it's a fact that, you know, couples that have been together for decades... It's Fifty Shades of Vanilla. Potentially. Not, yeah, I mean, not you're always, always going to get a couple that, you know, are off to swingers parties, good for them. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you've gotten used to used to the same old. And, and being, then suddenly you're given a plethora yeah. of dicks, Orgasms. a plethora of sexual encounters. I didn't realise that you could actually have... I've probably gone way too far here, but we'll just continue on. <laughs> Oh dear. I Ins- think we're only on insert, episode two. Insert warning. Okay. Um, I thought multiple orgasms is something you just read about in the magazine. Oh, did you? Yeah. So after oh, having one goodness. of those, I was like, wow. Like, Was what, this a conversation what? you and I had at a cafe maybe? Because we Possibly. have many downloads the next day. We'll yeah. meet for coffee and then Alicia will tell me what's going on. Oh dear. Um, yes, they're a thing. Yeah. So having, you know, yeah. so just... <laughs> That they're a thing. Um, I remember um, one guy um, spanked me. Oh, okay. But but I was not prepared for it. Okay. And I had never been spanked. Okay. So I was basically, holy shit, what's going on? I'm concentrating. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so we'll stop there, those two. (laughs) So exploring your own sexuality. Yes. And we we are going to talk about... And being confident with that. Yeah. And, And... you know, 
I've been on dates where I've just cut it out 10 minutes into the date going, you know what, I'm not actually feeling anything. And it's okay to do that. And you don't have mm. to sit for two hours. Um, absolutely. So four years later, we I have a little bit of a process for to even get a date. You do, yes. So chatting online, that's all great. Let's move that to a text. Then we move that to a phone call. Yes. And then from the phone call, I decide whether I'd like to go on a date or not. So What's the success rate? What are your numbers like? Well, that's only been a newly implemented <laughs> system <laughs> due to the massive failure of dates. <laughs> she finally found a system and we're in, it's in we're, progress. Yeah, in so progress right now. Even things like little things, you know, guys usually have three or four pictures on their profile. Mm. The first one's the best. Is it? And, well, well, you know, and there's a whole business out there, girls and guys. If somebody wants to take pictures for profile dating... Yeah, it's... You know, there, there's a whole business in And no that. fish. Don't be holding the fish. Oh, yeah. We don't care if you've held a fish or a tiger. In fact, it puts us off. But yeah. anyway. Anyway, so... Um, we're, we're, so your strategy for... So, oh, the other dates. thing I wanted to say was... And teeth. You need to see they have teeth. Yes. I've actually had guys ghost to me... Because I you said, asked. could you send me a picture of your teeth? <laughs> like, I don't want a dick pic. I want to know your teeth are in your head. Yes. And they're not too discoloured. And look, let's be honest, these are Alicia standards. So not everyone has <laughs> Oh, look, if you want to date someone without teeth, go for it. Well, but. I used to joke years ago, I just want to meet someone with their own teeth and a job. And that was a really, really base level. Well, now mine is six foot teeth and a job. And today I'm going on a date with a guy that's 5'11". So, you know, sometimes you, you, do, you break it up a little bit. Um, so, where are we at? <laughs> Go back, Emma. Get me back well, in line. Um, and this is what Alicia will do. And it's awesome because she goes off on tangents. But we were talking about the things you've learned coming out okay. of the bunker. Okay. So, rules for dating. <sighs> Just, really, the biggest one is looking after yourself. Well, ultimately, anything, whether you were looking anyway, at dating the bunker, in the or bunker. your business or, or your kids, anything comes, everything comes back to you. How yeah. are you looking after yourself? And, you know, as, as females, we tend to look after others so much that we forget ourselves. Yeah. And then we forget who we are and then we make bad decisions. So when you're feeling good about yourself, you make better decisions. Yeah, and so yeah. I suppose, you know, part of what you've been talking about having this process for dating yeah. is you've got this process for looking after yourself too. Because like, it's disappointing. It's well, it's disappointing on you, like yeah. your own self. That yeah, you chose not very well. My pick is broken. But you, you do choose better when you're looking after yourself. Yeah. When you're doing your daily walks. When you're looking after yourself. You know, are you hydrated? Mm. Are you eating the right food? Are you Have hanging you around the right people? Yeah. If you've done, a, you know, a three night Netflix binge, and you've eaten junk food every night, you are you really going to make yeah. some good decisions? <laughs> And really, we, we talk about this a lot outside of what we're probably talking about in the podcast now is you, you attract who you are, right? So that oh. vibration of who you are is who you're going to attract. I remember years ago, I had a friend and she was online dating and she said to me, oh my goodness, I'm just attracting these desperate men. And she was really upset going, I can't believe it. They're just desperate. And I'm looking at her <laughs> <laughs> intently <Are> and <laughs> going, um, are you perhaps desperate and now that might sound really harsh like i say to alicia yeah. she'll be fine with it but some people would take offense and um yes of course my friend was definitely feeling very desperate yeah. and then reflecting that back with the people that she was attracting into her life yeah so coming back to you are who you attract yeah 
And I think the I mean I'm an oversharer, which you'll uh, pick up You've along the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean I love to share a funny dating story, and people find it great. I know that my mother's mortified. Let's hope she's not listening. Well, she probably will, but um, she like yeah, from, from coming from that you know secure marriage. Yeah. The, and then, you know, she's like, oh, at least she's been hard dating for four years. Well, I'm going to say two years because... Yes. Yeah. So it's just... And not really worrying about other people's um, perception of what you're doing. Not giving a shit, right? Yeah. I mean, and we If you're we happy and if you're safe... And, and that's the big thing, being safe, is telling someone where you are. Mm. Like, you tell us where you're going. So if we did go on a date, we have an app called Life360. Yeah. Um that we're all tracking on. I remember Emma ringing me at four in the morning once. Are you okay? Yep. All good. Thanks very much. Bye. (laughs) You need a buddy. You need a buddy when you're doing this type of stuff. But, um, yeah, so I think, so what you're saying is you're you're on this ongoing journey of dating. So I'm luckily dating someone right now and I'm off off that wagon for the moment. I'd like to be off the dating uh, circuit. So uh, just look us up on Facebook or Instagram. (laughs) I'm the one with the curly hair and the tall one. (laughs) Yes, I'm not. I'm happily off that for now. Yeah. Um, But yeah, coming back to the bunker, let's finish. Let's tidy that loop. Wrap that up. up. So we, Alicia and I, talk about loops quite a lot because I do a lot of looping. Yeah, (laughs) I think we all do loops, right? You know. So by looping, we mean repeating the same story over and over again, or the same thought pattern. Yeah. And and because we're human beings, we love our brain loves patterns. Like Mm. if you think of yourself as a vinyl record with Mm -hmm. the grooves, Mm -hmm. like this, this is what we like to do, and. Well, you're comfortable. You well, know. and if it suits, that's fine. But if if a behaviour is not suiting you, then you need to scratch that record so it doesn't not play the same. You, yeah. 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 So this is why you'll see the same people have you know go through the same experiences or attract the same shitty person because they're in that pattern of um, um, comfortable uncomfortableness. Oh, that's a, that's like a whole other episode <laughs> it in is. itself. But being uncomfortable, being comfortable, in being your, uncomfortable. Yes, because for they'll. Their That's side. also bunker behaviour too. That's it why people is. don't leave. So uh, Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the need for change feels harder yes. than where they're at. And believe me, it's hard. But um, another episode we can talk about is, you know, how not how to do that, but at least preparing yourself for that. Because I wasn't prepared. Oh, absolutely. And so yeah. I could give, you know, people some tips about that how to do that to make it a smoother transition. And we're talking emotionally here. Like the emotional totally. side, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, and financially as well. Yeah, okay. But yeah. I'm not a finance advisor. Just That's note true. that. <laughs> Do not take any financial <laughs> advice from us. Don't trade those shares. <laughs> but because we're in these routines mm. or in these in these patterns, you know, if something works, then fine. But if it's not working, you obviously sometimes you don't even know. Mm. You don't even know that a pattern's not working for you. So, being aware of what you're doing. Yes. Like having that level of consciousness that you see you know from another point of view or a friend will see oh you know you always do that thing so that brings you to getting a really good support network absolutely so i know um a beautiful friend of mine before i left my marriage um said to me alicia can you just do one thing for me can you make sure that you've done everything you possibly can to Mm. save that marriage before you step away from it and so i guess that was like a good well, probably years, but six months before the decision was made. So I left knowing 
that there was That wasn't, you had done your best. That I'd done my best. It, you know, it takes two to tango. It's both. Yeah. Everyone needs to take responsibility. Um, but having that support network was critical to me. So Because yeah. when you are in the bunker, sometimes you don't have a large group of friends. Or, or it's friends not that you're dropped, isolated. Or friends have dropped off. You know, friends have you know, gotten married themselves or moved away. People are busy, yeah. So having that support network, I, I think, would be my number so one So how advice. do you get that support network if you've, if you've been in the bunker for 20 years? Like, how, do you, how would you do that? Um, so what do you... So we... Well, we, you're in online groups. Well, that's... I was going to say that... Yeah, that's where that we if met. If you physically can't meet people, because it's really... I mean, in times like this, it's, it's beyond hard to meet anyone. Yeah. But online is your next best... Thing. Yeah. There are online groups that you can chat with. You can reach out to. So when we're all allowed out again, um, so there's networking groups for like because we're women entrepreneurs. So that's yes. kind of where we met our the people that were like minded. Yes. And then we formed like our own little mastermind group. We did, but and we also did all the Tony Robbins stuff, we and we too, met yeah. a lot of people along the yeah. way. So he's a great resource. So he's really good. There's a video on his YouTube channel. Um, Tony's, the link down in the notes. We will have to do that, yes. I love great, to say that. That's, that's so professional. <laughs> we'll have to do that. So Tony saves a marriage in seven minutes. Mm. That's a brilliant example of, of exactly what Alicia said, is is doing everything you can to know that you can walk out of that marriage, your head held high, I did everything I could. And be amical about it. I know, like, things get shitty, but I often... Well, hear, that's the aim. Yeah, but I often hear stories about, um, you know, this, it's just totally gone ballistic. And I remember uh, my ex-husband getting his first girlfriend, kind of off track again. It's okay. um, so <laughs> it's, getting, guess what, Alicia? It's our podcast. Yeah, okay. We get to talk about whatever so we like. So he's getting his first girlfriend, <laughs> and this was like a pivotal moment for me. So obviously I've left the marriage. We no longer want the relationship. But I was like the green-eyed monster. And I would, you know, I, I openly say this, I would do anything to wreck their weekend. So I ended up going, seeking out a counsellor because I thought, you know, this is not me. I'm not that person. So I went to a counsellor and we had a, you know, 20-minute discussion on control and relationships. And so in the end, we worked out, well, I worked out, I was so clever. She led me all the way, um, (laughs) that by not being in control of that relationship anymore, by causing an argument... Or, you know, I never stopped the kids going there. That was always, you can have the kids. Um, by causing an argument, that brought me back into control of that relationship. So my thing is, if men and women knew that. Is this the triangle? Is this where they've got someone who's the, the perpetrator? Um, I'll have to get the official term a little for bit more you. technical than me. There's a, there's a triangle where you, you take a role each time but the actual role for you is to be the observer yeah and not play a part and not play in that because you're pulled in it's all energy right you're pulled into the it's very easy well especially early on so just for i think it's a lot of a, a i'm not discounting that men do it but i think women as the the main mesh of the family mm. and trying to get control when often they're, you know, like if you've been cheated on or there's some, there's some kind of betrayal, they want to get some more control over their life. Are you Absolutely, are yeah. I so mean, just, just giving that up and going, you know, just don't send that horrible text message. Just say, okay, because that just diffuses everything. I, I use a term all the time and I think I've even got a t-shirt called, with this on check yourself oh, before you wreck yourself how many times ever has said that to me <laughs> 
Check yourself before you wrap And then the other one is, which is, you know, it takes a few years to, to get round to that. But be be kinder than you need to be. Always. Like, I dropped Always. turf off to my ex-husband's house because I noticed he had a couple of patches <laughs> that I had left over. I said, did you want these? Or, you know, so... Always be kind. Always be kind. Um, yeah, so that was that one. Are we back to the bunkers? I think we can finish the bunker now. <laughs> Gone on 27 well, tangents. Well, the, the whole episode was about coming out the bunker, so yes. we knew that we would lead into other areas. Um, so, And this is stuff that we'll probably talk about throughout the episodes because it's it's it comes up all the time, doesn't it? Yeah. We still talk about it, and we notice it in other people now. just the next now. level. We notice it in other people, but, you know, you just got to keep working on yourself, surround yourself with people that love and support you. You're the average of the five people you hang out with. If they're not loving and supporting you, they can fuck off. Oh, you've, you've dropped the F-bomb. Well, it's, it's a fact. I'm like... I'm, I'm glad I'm, you did it and not me. I'm over people hanging out with it. I'm not saying dump your family. No, I'm no, just no. Saying you can distance yourself. You can distance yourself and you don't have to put up with someone because they're related to you. Yeah, definitely not. So increase your average. If you want a better income, then hang out with people on better incomes. Yeah. If you want a better relationship or you want to be better in a health. relationship, hang out with people in relationships. So yeah. a bunch of single mums will hang out because they're single mums. But if oh. you want to change that, then hang out with people who do have healthy relationships. And if that's not physically possible, possible I would be reading books. I'll yeah. be on YouTube. There's many, you know, you have a computer in your pocket. You can at any point get resources for free. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't even have to buy stuff anymore. YouTube. Increase oh, geez, your even TikTok. Oh, TikTok. <laughs> we haven't even got on to with The amount of things that we've learned on TikTok is, is astounding. Astounding. <laughs> and I feel very intelligent these days. Um, but, yeah, we'll talk more about this throughout the episodes. I think we'll leave it there. Yeah. We're getting hot. We Bunker need to open, out. We need to open a window. <laughs> Hope you've enjoyed it and we'll see you on episode three. Bye.